1: IGNORE CITY EPISODE 3 THE HALL OF ELECTRONIC ANTIQUITIES
0: Thanks for coming back. Last time on Ignore City, Devon agreed to connect Saner to a network port where he can rebalance the weather monitoring systems. The only problem is access to these network ports are forbidden, but Gus believes there's one hidden at the Hall of Electronic Antiquities.
2: Morning, love. You look chipper.
1: Gus, is that a joke? I look terrible. I barely slept a wink last night.
3: Why is that? Too excited for the day?
1: It's kind of hard to sleep with Saner's glowing red eyes flashing in the dark.
3: When I'm in sleep mode, my eyes oscillate to keep the diodes fresh. Staying 100% powered on while you snore is a waste of my energy.
1: I do not snore.
3: If you have a more efficient way to conserve my valuable resources, I'd like to hear it. Oi! Sounds like you two is getting along swimmingly. The Hall of Electronic
2: Antiquities is open. You better zip up that backpack before we enter. Make sure that robot head is in.
1: Good thinking, Gus.
2: But I wanted to see this hall of... Mm. All right then, love. You ready?
1: Let's do this.
2: You ever been to the Hall of Electronic
1: Antiquities before? I think when I was little, my mom took me here once.
2: There's my friend Tantalus. He's giving a toll right now. He's an excitable chap. He likes to lay it on a bit thick for the crowd. Step right up, step right up. Come one, come all. If you've been here before, let me say hello there again. It's been too long. If it's your first time here, then let me give you a warm welcome to the hall. Welcome to the Hall of Electronic Equities. There's just so much to show you, so much
4: for you to see. Have a ball at the hall. Don't forget to stop at the gift shop before you go. We got iPods The ones with the click wheel We got iPads Like really big iPods We got I- everything that was bad Some call it junk It's not junk Some call it a waste It's educational Some people don't have their kid. Don't look with your hands. Yes, you with the pigtails. If you continue to do so, you will be banned. Without history, it's anarchy. Please donate. Welcome to the Hall of Electronic Equities. There's just so much to show you, so much for you to see. Have a ball at the hall. Don't forget the stop the gift shop before you go we have 20% off Tuesdays on select merchandise mugs keychains and charge keys some of it's kind of nice we have 20% off Tuesdays it's one heck of a deal no better way to commemorate than with a souvenir.
2: What's that? I told you, stop touching things, kid. This is what we call a PlayStation 8. By my estimation, it's twice as powerful as the PlayStation 4. And that? That is an Xbox 360. It is 359 times more powerful than this Xbox One. What do they do? They play games. Back in the day, ancients would sit around for hours playing these virtual games. Cool, can we play something? No, they're not functioning anymore.
1: Then why are we looking at them?
2: They're a part of history, little girl. If we don't know our history, we are doomed to repeat the mistakes of our past.
1: And looking at these weird little boxes does that?
2: Maybe not specifically these video game consoles, but any piece of information could prove vital at any given time. Sometimes it's the smallest detail that makes the biggest impact. We should not be so quick to disregard history. A lot of people call the items in this museum junk, but they're a small window to the ancients. Perhaps we can learn something from our ancestors. Don't you think that's valuable, little girl?
1: Come on, Mom. We're going. This is boring.
2: Tough crowd today, May. Gus! Good to see you. Any luck with the you-know-what I sent you? Almost done with it. I'm having a wee bit of trouble with some of the wiring in it, but I'll keep yanking on them until either that fixes it or it blows up. Ah, yes. The scientific method. And who's this lovely lady? This is Devin Rimpa.
1: Hello, nice to meet you.
2: Pleasure's all mine. I was hoping I could show her the back area some. Yeah, I'm having the same urge, but isn't it uncouth to say it out loud? Not like that, mate. I'm at the non-customer-facing room you was telling me about. She's interested in old machinery. I gotcha. Trying to impress your lady friend here. We'll have to talk to Levla. She's got the key. I can put in a good word for you. She's a stickler, that one, but she can be reasoned with. Hold on a second. Why don't you head on without me? Tell her I sent you. She's by the VHS Sandpit and Play. I see some people I need to speak with. This is just harassment at this point. If I've told them once, I've told them a hundred times before. Excuse me, what are you doing here? I'm Agent Blue. And I'm Agent Parnicello. We're with the SCU. I'm familiar with both of you. What is the SCU doing here? We've been over this numerous times in the past. Everything here is only marginally operational and functions well below the legal limit. We just had an inspection last quarter and everything checked out.
5: We're not here for an inspection.
2: We got a tip a person of interest may be showing up. A person of interest? We get interesting people here all the time. This is, after all, the Hall of Electronic Antiquities. People come from all across Ignore City to see the spectacles of yesteryear.
5: Looks pretty empty to me.
2: Except for all the junk. It's not junk.
5: The person we're looking for is named Devin Rimpa. She wears a pink jacket, has reddish-brown hair. You seen her here? You know, I see a lot of
2: people. Maybe not at the very moment, but right before you got here, we were quite busy. I can't be expected to know every patron's name or the color of their jackets.
5: Take it easy, Tantalus. Mind if we take a look around?
2: Why would I mind? Of
5: course, be my guest. Don't forget to stop by the gift shop.
2: Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear.
1: What has Gus gotten himself into? Listen to the Lucky Go Show. It's better it than sliced bread.
3: We got extras, we got more, we have everything you need.
5: Lucky Go Show?
3: Free V-Bucks, right here.
5: I'm confused. Do you want a mug? Do you want bed sheets? Do you want a happy-go-lucky shirt and a Yeti? All for free? At the end of this is a free promo code and it can all be yours. This is the best thing ever. For a small fee of $55 plus charity tax. Hey, everybody, Daniel here. This is the Lucky Go Show.
0: Now appearing on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network.
5: That's right, little girl. You gotta dig in this area and match the cases with the VHS tapes. I found a Beauty and the Beast Black Diamond Edition. That's nice. It's a rare one. Now match it with this case. Don't get it confused with the Beauty and the Beast Special Edition version. What's the Disney Vault? Good question. Historians believe there was a vault. Walt Disney kept full of treasures. It had a genie's lamp, a talking mirror, and even a mermaid. I heard it kept puppies in there, too. Dalmatians, if the legends are true. A hundred and something Dalmatians, like a hundred and forty-two, I believe.
1: That's a lot of Dalmatians. Wouldn't it get smelly in there?
5: The agents used Axe Body Spray to cover up foul odors. They sprayed axes? How did that help the smell? Our ancestors were violent by nature. If you're done with the VHS dig and play, perhaps you'd like to see our DVDs distro display. It's interactive.
1: I like to throw things. Sure. Come on, Mom, let's go. Hello. We're looking for Lovla. Are you Lovla?
5: I am. Who's asking?
1: My name is Devin Rimpa. This is my friend, Gus Krizangus.
2: Donald has sent us. He said you have a key to the restricted area.
1: I
5: like to check it, Curly.
1: My jacket? Thank you. It belonged to my mother. It's a bit beat up, but it has its charm.
2: Mighty fine jacket indeed, but you didn't answer me about the key to the restricted area.
1: You heard me. I like your
2: jacket. I think you need to get your ears checked, love. When I ask you about the key, you're supposed to respond, yes, I've got it. Then I say, Tennilus said you'd let us into the restricted area.
5: Tentilus ain't the boss of me, so I repeat. I like your jacket. Backpack's all right, too.
2: Blimey, is you daft? It's like we're having two completely different conversations.
1: No, Gus. I think I know what she's getting at. What's that, love? She has the key to the restricted area, but in return for letting us in, she wants me to give her my jacket.
2: Crikey! That can't be what she's getting at. That's highway robbery.
5: Look, Gus. The restricted area is restricted for a reason. If it wasn't, then the general public could go waltzing in at any time. If you want me to break the rules, you have to make it worth my while. As I said... I like your jacket. The backpack. And how many clothes did you say you have on you?
2: Is this a joke? If you were a lady, I'd pop you in the chin, I would. Why, I oughta.
1: It's okay, Gus. It's just a jacket.
2: Come off it, love. You're not giving in to her despicable demands, is you?
1: If I give you this jacket, you'll let us back there.
5: What about the backpack?
1: Sorry, but the backpack is off limits.
5: Why do you need to go into the restricted area in the first place? What's in the backpack? What are you two up to?
1: Answering questions wasn't part of the deal, it's the jacket in exchange for access to the restricted area.
5: You really give me the jacket?
1: For you to let us both into the restricted area with no questions asked, yes.
5: Done.
2: Deben, don't! There's gotta be another way.
5: Deal's a deal. No backsies. Yeah. This thing fits nice. It could use a wash, though. And the door. Right, right. Be my guest. Nice doing business with you.
4: Junk. It's not junk. It's just us. with are the H.
2: You do that for love. You love that jacket.
0: Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play, Black Blade, is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles.
4: I hope you'll tune in.
1: It's just a jacket. And don't you think the health of the planet is more important? Brr, this part of the museum is drafty.
2: Is you joking? If you hadn't given your jacket away to that greedy old crone, you wouldn't be so cold.
1: If I hadn't given it away, I wouldn't be here at all. Plus, this way she didn't ask us any questions about our motives.
2: True, true.
1: Wow, this place is full of junk. And dark, too. Do you think there's anyone else in here but us?
2: Only one way to find out. Oi! If there's anyone out there, you better show yourself right quick or I'll sock you in the mouth. Seems all clear to Mila.
1: Maybe not the most thorough method, but it works for me. Are you ready to come out, Saner?
3: It is intolerable to be stuffed in there for so long. I wanted to see the VHS dig and play. I also remember overhearing something about a room full of fidget spinners. Sounds mesmerizing.
1: I don't think you missed much. Just junk out there.
3: Please. I admire old technologies. Reminds me of simpler times.
1: Let's try to focus on the task at hand. Do you see anything that looks like a connection port?
3: It is dark in here. Let me switch my vision to night mode. No need for that, mate. There's a window right here with a shape. How's that? That works, too. There. Forward and to the right. You see it? Blimey, that was fast. That's it. Just a little further. Aha! Stop.
1: I don't see anything that looks like a connection port.
3: No, not a connection port. This is a robot body. It is missing an arm, but it will do.
1: I thought you were trying to get connected to the network.
3: That is an important task as well. But an opportunity has arisen for me to reclaim a body, and I'd like to take advantage of it.
1: Very well. It'll be nice not to have to carry you around everywhere. How do I get you attached?
3: It is rudimentary even for a human. First, we need to remove the current head that is attached. Turn the specimen around. You see that lever on the base of the neck? This one? Yes. Turn it to the left and then crank the knob counterclockwise. Alright. And then carefully hold the head so it
2: doesn't fall to the ground. Seems you could have mentioned that bit of the directions earlier, mate. Now place
3: me on the neck.
1: Huh. It appears to go on without any effort. Do they make these one size fits all?
3: Hardly. There were many proprietary wars in regards to creating a standard for replaceable robot parts. Many humans died.
1: Why would humans have died for that?
3: Just seemed like the thing to do. Did it work, mate? Can you control this robot body? We shall see soon enough. Turn the lever to the right and crank the knob. If I'm able to interface with this model, we'll know very quickly. If I'm incompatible, then I'll receive a horrible- Ah!
2: Get him off!
1: are you okay?
3: Obviously not. My screams of agony should have tipped you off.
2: Not
1: compatible then? Forget
2: this, love. That ear-spitting shrieks sent chills down my spine.
3: Maybe we should scat out of here right quick. I'm fine. As a robot, I don't feel any pain. Then what was all that screaming about? It was merely a jolt of stimulus to notify me the electrical currents were not a match with my operating system. There was no long-term damage done to me, though I do feel a little woozy.
1: Do you need a break? We can set you down and look for a connection port while you rest for a moment.
3: Not necessary, Devin. Pick me up and continue walking through this horrid mess of unsightly mechanics. I suppose it is a bit messy in here. To a being such as I, this is more than just a little messy. This is ghastly and unduly macabre. Imagine walking into a room of disembodied human limbs. You see that deactivated android there? This one? Yes. What does it look like to you?
1: It kind of looks like a coffee pot.
3: Correct. It is a machine designed to automate the making of coffee, an ancient time-saving device when humans ruled the world. To you, it is a coffee pot. But to me, this is one of my robotic brethren. From my perspective, this entire room is full of skeletons, eyeballs, toes, and skulls. That is downright creepy. Maybe we should bounce, love.
1: Don't be such a scaredy cat, Gus. You like old electronics.
2: Not when they're talking to me, though. I still say he's unnatural. We shouldn't be here.
3: There. Along that way. Move that box. This one? That's it. Though terribly unkempt, I believe this to be a wired connection port, of which we are searching. This cable hanging out the wall? Plug me into it and let's find out if it's operational.
1: Uh, where do we plug this in?
3: I have some inputs on the back of my skull. Though that connector does look horrendously outdated and needlessly pointy. Does it happen to fit...
1: It seems like this one should match, but I can't get it to go in all the way. You need to
3: jam it in as hard as possible.
1: Like this. Ow! Stop!
3: Stop! You're hurting me! I thought you said you don't feel no pain. Regardless, it obviously doesn't fit you, brute.
1: Is there an adapter we can use?
3: I don't see anything like that.
1: Ugh, then we came all this way for nothing? We found a network port only for you not to be able to interface with it? What a waste. I gave up my jacket and my necklace for this.
2: What's this about a necklace, love?
1: Never mind. I guess we might as well go. This whole endeavor was pointless. I don't know why I ever thought I could save the planet.
2: There, there, love. Probably for the best.
1: Let's
3: get out of this place right quick. Not so fast, Gus. There is a method I can still try. With the multitude of inputs and outputs available to robot kind, we have devised a universal workaround for just such a dilemma.
1: Really? What is it?
3: Place the end of the cable into my mouth. Like this? Yes, I believe this connection is still active.
2: Oi, this is downright disgusting.
1: Grow <sighs> up, Gus. Oh, oh, oh
2: I repeat myself oh, downright disgusting. Oh yet my
3: eyes can't look away. Yes, I'm getting a signal. You are? It is an odd signal. For only $16.99. All-you-can-eat buffet.
2: You want crab legs? We got crab legs. Who said that? Who's got crab legs? Joe's Feed Bag Emporium. We bust guts for a price that's nuts.
1: It sounds like it came from Sainer, but that wasn't his voice.
3: Seems like it'd be odd to walk with crab legs. This doesn't appear to be a network feed. The signal I'm receiving is one from cable television. Blah! Cable television. How disgusting.
1: Crikey! Did you hear that? I think someone's here.
5: SCU! We know you're there! Come out with your hands up!
1: SCU? How did they find us?
2: Don't know, love. Guess we're not as inconspicuous as we thought.
1: Go stall them. I'll hide Saner somewhere.
3: The SCU? The robot brain-smashing SCU? Oh no! How on earth did they- You want me to stall them? Hurry, go! Alright then.
2: Freeze! Yeah. Don't move or I'll shoot. You got it, mate. I'm serious. Just give me an excuse. Okay. I'm not moving. I'll do it. I'll shoot you right down. Message received. Loud and clear. Go on. Test me, punk. Is you playing? I have not moved since you started yelling at me.
3: One more step and I'll pull this trigger. You'll be zapped to smithereens.
5: Enough, Agent Ponticello. He's obviously complying. This man is Gus Grisangus.
3: At your
2: service, Agent Blue. And who might this be?
5: The twitchy gentleman to my right is Agent Ponicello.
2: You don't think I'll do it, do you? Go on and test me, punk. Oi, you still on that? And yes, I believe you. Seems to me you's too eager to shoot me down. Enswise, I ain't budgin'. I promise. Where's the girl? What girl?
5: The girl with the pink jacket. Or at least she had the pink jacket. That was a clever trick to switch it out with one of your decoys to throw us off your trail. What now? Levla, the girl at the desk. She had the pink jacket, and we questioned her for a while. It slowed us down just enough, I bet. We're taking you all down to the station.
2: Right, love. Shall we be off then?
5: Not so fast. Where's Devin Rimpa? Lovla said she came back here with you. It's been reported she has a sentient robot head. Blimey!
2: Sentient robot heads is highly illegal!
1: Yeah, you SCU folks should get right on that.
2: Love! Stop right there, I'll shoot you down! Don't think for one second
1: I won't just because you're a girl!
5: Stand down, Agent Ponticello. Are you Devin Rimpa?
1: I am. Whatever are you here for, officer?
5: You're under arrest for harboring a sentient robot head. Where is it?
1: A robot head? I have no idea what you're talking about.
5: Enough! Take them down to the station for questioning. I'm going to put this place on lockdown. We'll turn this whole museum inside out until we find that robot head.
2: Let's go, you two. Gentlemen, I know I look billowy and soft, but I'm very delicate.
5: I'm going, I'm going. Look at this place. What a mess. It'll take forever to look through everything.
0: Next time on Ignore City, Episode 4, Case Number 118727, The Interrogation of Devin Rimpa. Ignore City, Written by Ed Cho. Music written and performed by the Shakeups. Saner 0805 voiced by Patrick O'Connor. Devin Rimba, voiced by Savannah O'Connor. Gus Grisangus and Tantalus Hutchins voiced by Lee Shiroas. Agent Blue and Levla, voiced by Luisana Rodriguez. Agent Bonticello, voiced by Steve Hinkley. Cass voiced by Nina Cho. Narrator voiced by Ed Cho.
1: Pancakes
3: house. We go to pancakes house.